to the Power Sticking Together podcast with me, your host, Leisha Latrell. This week's episode is one for the books. I have the privilege of breaking bread with my best friend, my love, my hubby, Cleveland Trumbull, the elder. He is drinking fresh bread from heaven, the type of bread God has prepared from his heart to yours. You don't want to fast forward or play like you are listening. I promise you will miss a good spiritual meal. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the post, Elder Trimble. Thank you for having me, baby. Oh, he called me baby. I'm already messed up. And thank you for accepting my invitation, honey. Listen, before we break bread together, I have to introduce you to the congregation. Our listeners, trust me, it's sweet to end to the point. You know, you always tell me to get to the point. Okay? That's all right with you? That's all right with me. All right. So Elder Cleveland Trimble is a man after God's heart, a faithful man who is devoted to his wife and children. Hashtag, I'm that wife. And it has been a good 25 years journey. I'm looking forward to many, many more years. He is so loving and such a caring father of three adult children, Emmanuel, Lydia, and Cleveland Trimble. Elder Trimble serves God in how he walks and lives daily. In church, he is known by Elder Cleveland Trimble, a faithful servant, and at home by my love, best friend, and father. But to others, just Cleve, listen, he so often says, I'm just Cleve. (laughs) And that's the truth. But to me, he's the priest of my home. So now that I have properly introduced you, let's break bread. I would love for us to get straight to the meat. Is that all right with you? That's all right with me, honey. All right. So listen, you know Thanksgiving is this week, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. You going to help me cook? I'm retired. <laughs> you are so that one didn't pass through you because I've been asking all day long. And I said, I'll never ask again. And I tried to throw it in. <laughs> okay, we're going to keep it moving. It's less than a day away. All month, I had the pleasure of cooking it up on the post with LaShondra Store and Monet Itana with words of encouragement to help our listeners, the congregation, make it through this wonderful holiday season. You are my last guest for this month. And what better way to end this month with Psalms 34 and 1. Can you like me say Psalms 34 and 1 for me? I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. You just going to say the whole song, huh? Not really. I just I just like that part. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know all of that and what my husband just said. Trust me. Honey, so what made David get to the point of realizing he will bless the Lord at all times. You know, because David didn't have a cookie-cut life. Well, in understanding David, 
and his, as you put it, cookie cut life. David, at this time, when this song was being written, he was running from his enemies. And as we was always taught in church, when we praise God and bless him and give him thanks and do all that, God comes in. Right. And when God comes in, how can your enemy attack you when God is with you? What you When say? the spirit of God is upon you, mm. your enemy can't do you no harm. You know, vengeance is all right, but it's not ours. It belongs to the Lord. Mm. Because, see, when we hold our peace, God said he will heap fiery coals upon their forehead. He said, I am the Lord thy God that will repay. Mm, mm, mm. All right. That, 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 oh. That's enough. <laughs> Oh my, oh my. So you all, you're just trying to say God delivered David many times. Oh yes. Many times. Many times. Since he was a little boy, right? Since he was a little boy. It started way by then. Started way by then. Started with the... I knew you in your womb. Mm. In your mother's womb. That's that's what he told Jeremiah. That's what what he told him. That's what he told. So, you know, David, he got delivered from uh, the bear Mm -hmm. and that lion, Mm -hmm. Goliath. Mm Mm-hmm. As a boy, mm-hmm. from kings, mm-hmm. no wonder he's around here talking about how he's gonna bless the Lord at all times. You know, we all can relate from infancy to adulthood, where God has been our deliverer from destructive behavior. Because you know he messed up too now. Oh yeah, he messed up. Yeah, and harmful, life-threatening situations from others as well as from ourselves but he had a repentant heart that's what god loves so much about him a lot of times we go to god and we say god i'm sorry blah 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 this that and other but our hearts be so far from it but when david prayed to god and god looked at him god saw the sincerity in his heart and that just made god felt so good of seeing how repentant he was of his sin and how he would get himself up, shake himself off, and go back living for God and try to do the right thing. Mm, mm, mm. You sound like you talking some stuff you know. Uh, this ain't about me. This is <laughs> about the podcast. No, it's about us. It's about us. We find it important to bless the Lord at all times, right? That's right. And for his praise forever to be the first fruits of our lips, right? When Amen. we wake up in the morning, what we do? Bless his holy name, right? Bless him. Who puts their feet on the floor without saying, God, thank you. Who opens their eyes wide without saying, it was you, God, that gave me this breath of life. I, I'll wait, not me. You do that? No, I actually, when I open my eyes, I say, good morning, Jesus. How you doing? Oh, that's so sweet. I love you. I, I thank you for waking me up, giving me strength, and starting me on the day. Mm, mm, mm. That's why I said, make every crooked place straight, every stumbling block a stepping stone. We're going to walk through in victory. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Do you remember when it was time for you to preach, speak, or pray in church? Um, I think you know where I'm going with this. You will start off with shouting hallelujah. <laughs> Listen, that hallelujah shook the foundations of hell. You know, it destroyed yokes from off many lives. Um, I asked you a while back, way before the podcast, why do you do that? You know, I wanted to know because when it did something to me, I felt yokes breaking, but I wanted to know what made you just started off before you even preached, before you said anything. Hallelujah. 
Can you just give me a little bit of why? Well, I know, but can you let the congregation know why? Well, it came from basically I was in Bible study, noonday Bible study with um, evangelist S.E.M. Jones. And we was studying this part of the Bible. I can't remember what um, chapter we was in, but we were studying. And it's like, you know, you get in a quiet place and you don't always open your mouth because a lot of times we talk so much, God don't have the opportunity to talk. Right. So I got quiet while the, um, the, the Bible study was going on. And I was just talking to God about the things I was going through in life and experiencing this, that, and other. And I was like, God, I just need, you know, something to help me through this. I need, you know, like a defense, uh, some type of armor. And God just said, if you praise me, I break yokes. I destroy the chains. Mm, mm, mm. And I just tried him. Mm. And when I tried him, I, I just felt them breaking. Mm. So, you know, that that's where that came from. So every time I praise him and, and I give it my all and it's not a pretend, it just comes from the heart. I, I, I just feel in my ears, I can hear stuff that psh, you can just feel it, just break yeah, it. Yeah, I can feel it breaking. You know, I always mess with you every now and then and say, can you give me a hallelujah? <laughs> I don't think he's going to do it for us. I don't think he's going to do it for us. But, you know, I just love when he shout God's praises because there's nothing more attractive than a man praising the Lord. I'm just saying it makes you fall in love with God, not the man. It makes you fall in love with God. I'm so serious. Listen, that hallelujah, you know, already shook the foundations of hell. You know, it was destroying yokes. And I know the enemy knew that too. And he knows that now. He thought it would have, by afflicting your body, he thought, <laughs> he thought, he thought by afflicting your body, it would make you stop praising him. That's what he thought. Little did he know that you was going to praise God even more. I see, I have witnessed it with my own eyes <laughs> and how you live your love towards others and how you handle yourself and others. You always tell God, thank you in everything you do. And even sometimes I'd be like, thank you for doing such and such and such. You'd be like, no, no, no. Tell God, thank you. How did you keep a praise upon your lips? And everything that you was enduring from back then, from the affliction that he was trying to place on your body, even to up and now, how do you keep that praise on your lips? You know, as you so often say, the enemy is throwing everything he got at me, but I still got a praise on the inside of me. But how do you keep that? That's simple. I, I look at David's life. And how when he was running from his enemies and how he praised God, Psalms 34. When you praising God, God comes in, he'll sort with you, he'll talk with you. And I feel as though as long as I got God's attention, I want to tell God what's going on. So, you know, God, the devil, you know, bothered me again, you know, and, and my sister in Christ, she said, God, handcuff the devil and make him leave me alone. But I only want to handcuff him. I just wanted to make him leave me alone so I could go on doing what I'm doing. But to answer your question, how do I keep that praise? 
I just think of how he delivered David all those many, many times from his enemies, from people attacking him and just, you know, through life. So I just figure if I keep praising God and I stay in God's presence, that eventually God going to say, my son is doing a good job. My son is doing this. My son is doing that. I'm going to go ahead and touch him in his body and heal him. Mm. What you say? That's right. So that's why I keep a praise on my lips because I never know where I may step on a blessing. Uh, and I can just say hallelujah. Can I say Glory, Lord. Whoop, there it is. Step on a blessing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I never looked at what God allowed to come upon us as a way of him living in our praise. You know, mm-hmm. I understand it better now. I mean, I just do. You know, in chapter 22, around the third verse in the book of Psalms, you know, it talks about how God inhabits the praises of his people. You kind of mentioned that, you know, my praise allows God to come on in and sit down and I could talk to him. You know, it's good when you have a good foundation in church. Mm -hmm. We got a good foundation with our church, but even it's even sweeter and sweeter when you know God for yourself. And so when God comes in and talk to you, you begin to find out who God is for yourself. King James Version reads it, but thou art holy, O thou that inhabits the praises of Israel. I'm kind of, so he holy, right? He's holy. But he's, you still was inhabiting his praises, right? Still inhabiting his praises. So when the doctor gave you six months to a year to live, you didn't stop praising him. When we went through doing the market crash, you didn't stop praising him. Kept praising him. Kept praising him. But you know what? Let me say it. We didn't stop praising him. Okay? (laughs) Okay? Because we went together. We went through this thing together. I remember one time we was moving. Our daughter, our children was, oh, tasting and seeing that the Lord was good. Even in the midst of trouble. You know, I think you kind of remember the situation. Um, she began to sing, uh, don't give up on God. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And we, you were pulling out of the driveway or biking up out of the driveway. And out of nowhere, she just began to sing that song. Don't give up on God. Cause he won't give up on you. He's able. And she sung that song, um, during that period of our life. Often she would just break out with that. He's able. Even when we move in another house, she was still singing that song. You know, what I realized now that I didn't realize by then was God was now living in our children. He was coming and subbing with them and sitting down and telling them, don't give up on me. I'm able, you know, and that was a beautiful thing to see that Bringing them up in a good foundation of a home, um, a good home, and we had a good church home, right? We, we, well, we, it's not had, we, we have, have a good church home. We all face stuff. You know that. We all are facing things, especially during these seasons. And, you know, somebody out there may be thinking, you know, they want to give up on God. But just like our daughter was singing that song, don't give up on God, he's able and praise him because you just found out that God sits in and he inhabits your praise. He's he's looking for a place to just live in. Almost like that scripture, what it say? I'm walking what? 
to and uh he he walking to and fro in the earth seeing who he can make himself strong in look at her make yourself what strong strong in you know so like i was saying we all facing stuff we all going through something you know um but we had to get to a place of wanting to put a praise on it i never saw you complain no matter and that's crazy no matter what is coming your way you always have this mildness and this meekness about yourself and sometimes i say now nah, he just can't be that deep that he not gonna complain now god he ain't gonna pull you to the side and say why him but you never do and and to the point that i see people come up to you ask for prayer and they're going through sometimes the same thing you're going through and they know that <laughs> y'all in the same place together but yet they'll come to you and Stand before you and tell you all about their struggles and ask you to pray for them. And you never complain. You know, praise to me is a powerful weapon. Of course, you said God said, I destroy our yokes if you just praise me. And break change. And break change. It will confuse the enemy. And I think at this point of our life, we are at a point where God, the enemy is confused, but God's not confused. He knows what he's doing. You know, good soldiers just get wounded. What makes you keep praising God even when you get wounded? Can you, you said something, you know, that God wouldn't have it your praise. God will live in your praise. But I want to know in the midst of you being wounded and wounded could be, especially during this season, people have lost loved ones, right? Oh, yes. People are faced illness, sickness, so much. Lack of not knowing what they're going to do, even for Thanksgiving, but they wounded. What makes them praise God? What can you tell them that will want them to praise God right now? What I can tell them is that if they begin to praise God earnestly in their heart, that praise will bring God to you. And then when you just start loving on God, surrendering to him, don't ask him for anything. It's like, um, say like right now, I just say, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, I thank you. God, I praise you. God, I adore you. God, you're worthy. God, you're worthy. God, you're worthy. From the top side of heaven to the bottom side of Hades, God, you're worthy. God, I love you. God, I can't take a breath without you. God, I can't even step without you. God, I can't mm -hmm. open my mouth without you. God, you know what I'm going through. So you all, you gave me the right to come to you and ask. And God, I just ask that you just come into my situation right now. Touch what I can't touch, God. Handle what I can't handle. Deal with what I can't deal with and fix what I can't fix. And Holy Father, after you've done all these things, I continue to give you praise, honor, and glory. I mean, get that relationship with God. Open the line of communication with him. And then when you start praying, have your heart open so you can hear him begin to speak to you. It's not easy praising God when you're going through stuff. It's not easy when you don't know where your next meal coming from. It's not easy they done put a note on your door telling you better move out or we going to come throw you out. It's not easy. But if you remember that God is greater mm than anything that you got to go through in life. My, my, my. 
Mm. He is greater. He is greater. That's another thing that we learn. Being up under our bishop. He taught us, you know, God is greater than anything you got to go through in life. And he always would challenge us. Don't take my word for it. Try for yourself. Try for yourself. And I have found out the best thing we ever could have done was trying God for ourselves. It got us to this point, you know. Search the scriptures. Yes, yes. Mm-mm-mm. That sentence that you have, that, that death sentence that Satan thought he was going to give to you, that was over 15 years ago. 15 years ago. It's been that long. It's been that long. I forgot all about it. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> but God is forever faithful. Be God faithful. is forever faithful. Because I know you say you're looking for better things in your future. You know, better promises ahead. And I'm with you, babe. I'm here to ride the cloud with you. You hear me? I hear you. Know, you. So... This has been a great podcast. We just wanted to come on and just stop by and give you a few tidbits for this season of thankfulness. And I appreciate you coming on. You know, you know, I'm going to have to ask you to come back again. Go ahead and talk to my secretary. Ah! <laughs> I'm his secretary. So that's a yes. <laughs> I often tell him that you think I'm your personal secretary. <laughs> you are. Oh, see, he finally admitted. I told him last time I need a raise. But anyway, (laughs) let me stop. I know you are a man of few words, but trust we are listening. You are overcoming by the words of your testimony. What you speak becomes life to those who not only are listening, but chooses to apply the word of God to their life. So, honey. I would love for you to leave our listeners with a fresh word from heaven, from God, in closing of this series of thankfulness. Can you do that for me? Just a little fresh word, something that God may have been sharing with you lately or just something that God placing on your heart right now. Well, it is not a fresh word. I was and I was watching TV. Well, I really wasn't watching TV. TV was watching me. But it was a Publix commercial came on. And, you know, it's showing all the families during Thanksgiving Day time. And you know how Publix always, you know, they, 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 they have profound things that they say, but they say it in such a subtle way. The, the commercial started how the family was coming over, how they was cooking and all that. But to make a long story short, The first part of commercial said, it doesn't matter what's on the table. Well, don't be concerned with what's on the table. It just matters who's around it. Mm. And when I saw that in the commercial, I just thought about my life. And I said, you know, I couldn't have been here this Thanksgiving. I could have been dead and gone and just been my wife and kids. So... It made me, you know, even though I praise God all the time, but God always sends us little tidbits to bring us back and remind us of what he has done in our life and how he just touched my life and blessed me to live to see yet another Thanksgiving. Amen. 
So with, with, with that being said, don't always look for all the big things. Be appreciative for the little things. You know, the Bible tells us if we faithful in little, he will bless us with much. I'm just faithful and I'm ha happy and I'm grateful just to see another day that I can walk around, I can breathe. You know, I'm not in the hospital. You know, I don't have these tubes coming through me. I don't have a temperature of 128. You know, I don't have them. Wait, wait, Brown. wait. You done said something and you got people listening to you. A temperature of 128. 128. So you telling me at one point you was in the hospital and you had a temperature of 128. 128. You didn't believe him. You called and asked the doctor for yourself. I sure did. I sure did. I sure did. And they were saying everything was going haywire. That you was on your way out. But me and God was talking. But you and God was talking. There we go. There you go. So I was talking to God and I was like, God, I don't know what this is or what they trying to do. But and I turned and I turned to the doctor and I told him, I said, don't call the crash cart. And he looked at me crazy. And what what people don't understand, when they call the crash cart, that's when you're on your way of dying. But I understand all the side effects of all that different medicine. So I, I was saying to myself, Lord, they call the crash cart and they put this medicine in me and put that medicine in me and put that medicine. I don't know what it would do to my body. Mm. And when I told him, don't call the crash cart, that my temperature was going to come down, just give it a minute. It came down. It came down. It, it came really down. did. By the time I made it to the hospital, it's it down. was it was down. <laughs> it was down. By the time I made it up there, it was down. Um, that was something, you know, and I was so happy when you got out. I, I mean, I, I said, God, that's my best friend. I appreciate you allowing him to come home. That was a journey. And I appreciate God for healing you and your body. I appreciate God for bringing you out. And you right. We could have been celebrating the holidays without you. But God said, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I not can yet. eat some more collard greens one more time. <laughs> and not somebody eating them over you. And not nobody eating them over me. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, thank you, Ella Trimble, again. There you have it. Another encouraging word. Empowering word for those of the household of faith women and men of all walks of life who has made a sober decision to show gratitude towards God because they understand God is working it out for their good. They continue to fight the good fight of faith no matter what comes upon their life. <laughs> they bless the Lord at all times. The praise of God is in the beginning in the middle and end of everything right to the point of them finishing into a new life of hope, joy, and peace. For in this season of being grateful. Why? God has allowed us to see, as he said, another day on earth. Not to just be grateful for ourselves but to change our lives for the better and help change someone else's life as well. Wow, I'm telling you, I hate that it's coming to an end. I hate that it's coming to an end, but we're going to have us a good Thanksgiving. I'm sure we will. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. Before you leave, 
Thank you for the encouraging word. I often ask my guests, close us out in just a small, sweet prayer to Jesus. Lord God, we come before you the only way we know how. We surrender all to you right now, Father. Lord God, everyone that hears this podcast, ask that you bless their homes, bless their hearts, bless their families, God. Increase their relationship with you, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, bless their Thanksgiving day. Let it be a memorable day, God. And let them take something, a little gold nugget, God, to help them along the way. Father, we thank you for everything and all that you're doing right now, for the hearts that you touch, the homes that you're blessing, the finances that you're blessing, people that may need a job, God. You will bless them with a job, God, and bless their homes. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Thank God. Amen. Thank you for listening to the power sticking together that will make you check yourself before you wreck yourself. This has been a good month. Go back and listen to any episode you miss. I promise it will bless your whole entire life. If you thought this month was mm-mm good, join me next month for and the month of the birth. Till next time, from our house to your house, Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.